New on CuriosityStream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. I am so low tech, eh? You are low tech and we are live. Did you hear yeah. it? Did I am I'm wording? as low tech as it comes. I just need a, a stop and a start. I'm like unplug the computer kind of like low tech kind of guy. Like something's not right. We better we better unplug the monitor. I remember the days where a, a nice swift kind of wahad onto the TV would would fix everything. Yeah. I blew those Nintendo cartridges. I was just like, going to say until I passed out, right? Until I felt like uneasy, you know? I didn't even own a Nintendo, but I was at my friend's house. And I'd say, listen, you're not doing it right. I'm pretty sure that was in the manual under like uh, frequently asked questions for the Nintendo. <laughs> Item number 4063 on uh, how to fix your Nintendo. No, it's yeah. probably number two because number one was like, okay, number three. One was smash yeah. the TV. Two yeah. was smash So you don't lose Nintendo. your spot in the game. Yeah, you don't want to turn off. You don't want to press power or reset. And three, unfortunately, was turning off the power and blowing that cartridge like a madman. Yeah, that was key. But there was a technique. There was a technique. You, you had to get both sides of the chip. And you couldn't blow too hard. No, without any spit. <laughs> Here you go. Yes. So well, very, it's a, very useful information. <laughs> yes, especially for a, a real estate show. And a yeah. statistics show nonetheless. But a let's dive show. into this because July 2021 was what a month. Bad month? Good month? Bad month. I think I think it was a it was a good month. I think if a we look month. at the grand scheme of things, it was a good month. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Please subscribe to the channel. Please. Hey guys, YouTube's got an algorithm and it'd really, really help us out a lot if you could like, comment, and subscribe. This is how we can get more information out to more people and uh, share the message of Toronto real estate. In Thanks. that order, like, comment, subscribe, and hit the damn bell. Well, I don't know about the grand scheme, but I can share my screen. Sure. Is that right? Can you see my screen? I can see your screen. July 2021. Happy Saturday, right by screen? the way, Daryl. Happy Saturday. We're going to see you tomorrow morning as well for a regular show. Isn't it Two exciting? Days in a row. Isn't yeah. it exciting? It is exciting. Rarely do I have this opportunity anymore. Two days in a row. So Two let's days talk in a about row. it. Let's, let's talk about it. it. July. Let's look at it from the big picture here. Did something happen in July? Were there like more things to do outside of our living rooms in July? Uh, you wouldn't know if you lived around here, but I believe so. Yes, I believe so. I believe there I was saw, lots of. Did you see that picture of Lollapalooza? Uh, in the States, like wall no. to wall. Like, I don't even know how many people were there. It was insane. Yeah. Good but I them. mean, the pandemic's over. This is great. And you yep. see evidence of it in the housing market. Yeah, we um, we were in Niagara um, last weekend. That was packed. 
people are out there, people are out on the patios. Definitely real estate is not a priority like it was in July 2020. No, but right. July 2020 was a really weird time. It's like, have you? It's like I've used this reference before when when when, you know, you're in this gated off area and the zombies are outside and they're so desperate to, to get in. Right. They're so hungry to get in. Um, I mean, there's only so much food in there to eat, right? Once they've eaten all of us, they have to move on to the next area and, and more stuff to eat. And the, I think the real issue is that there's just not enough stuff to eat in Toronto right now. The zombies uh, want in. They're I, buying stuff like crazy. I, I'm lost. I'm, I'm lost in the, in the metaphor here. So as in there's not enough listings? There's not enough inventory. Okay. I agree. There's not enough people to eat. How did you not draw that? Okay. Well, maybe, maybe it I'm wasn't the best. Maybe, maybe I'm playing dumb. I don't know. I don't know if you are. Pretty but if you it. are, you fooled me. You did a I'm great pretty, job. I'm pretty good at it. You did a great job. <laughs> but yeah, go through the stats, Mr. Stats, man. Because well, this let's, is your let's show. just talk. Let's just talk about it, right? Like July 2020. What was going on in July 2020? So at the end of May, we started seeing the market pick up again. Um, people were, we hadn't been locked down that much. Like we were locked down for the winter, you know, businesses had, had been receiving a lot of, um, uh, assistance. The, you know, people's savings were still pretty good. Uh, CERB was rampant where one in three people were collecting it. <laughs> um, you know, three adults, um, we had, uh, you know, a, a new perspective on the homes that we lived in. There was absolutely no sales relatively speaking, in the end of March and April. So there was this pent up demand. So yeah, when July 2020 happened, like it was booming. It was the best July on record, right? So it the was just like a fantastic July month of sales. Record. And it was like, wow, I can't believe it. And and it was the summer of real estate. Ooh. Yeah. I think Kid Rock summer will probably write a song about it. Of real estate. Summer I think we estate. should write that song. We should write the song. You're the artist. You're the I musician. I think is... is is this the summer of real estate, though? But no. I can, well, no, this is not the summer of real estate. This is the summer of everything. There can only be one summer but, of real estate. Hmm. So what was the year. last year? And yeah. we kind of missed it because we were like all sitting at home. Well, no. I mean, apparently 11,000 people were out there buying real estate, right? 11,033 like people. Crazy amount of people. A lot of people. Buy real estate. Yeah. Even it, you know, if you would have told me yesterday nine thousand in yeah. one month, I would be like, "It's a lot of people." Yeah, it's a lot of people. That's almost the amount of people that are allowed in the Sky Dome right now, or sorry, the Rogers Center right now to watch a baseball game. It's a lot of people. Is? Nine thousand. It's like fourteen thousand five hundred. Okay, all right. But I mean, this is a stat. The ticket show, prices so we don't went have down, be... so that's good. Well, because probably. Even the 14,500 is a stretch to get there. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere where there's 14,500 people right now. Even if it is the Rogers Center. Yeah. Even if it is. I was offered tickets for today, actually. You're like, who's the, down. who's the closest person sitting to me? I want to know how many feet are they away? How many masks? Well, how many layers are they? Uh, are they yeah. healthy? Are can they I not healthy? Does it, if they can sneeze, you prove to me that I everyone have... has vaccines near me? Yeah. If they sneeze, am I going to have anxiety for the next few weeks trying to figure out if I caught something that will kill me? 
the the new thing is like with our hockey league and other um, organizations that I'm hearing through the grapevines is that people who have vaccines are saying, Hey, look, I'm not going there unless you show me proof that everybody's got their vaccines and that people mm. with no vaccines, right. Are saying, Hey, I am not going to go there because have you heard about COVID? That shit's dangerous. <laughs> and it's like, there's a lot, there's a lot of like weird little you know, things. Basically what we're all saying is like, look, this is the situation. No one's going to be forced to do anything. Show up if you want to. Otherwise we'll find someone to replace you. That's my stance on it. Mm. Anyway, it's a good stance, but we digress once again. <laughs> so really 9,390 sales in the month of July, 2021. It's nothing to write home about, but it nothing is still a fantastic month. At, especially still, if you're not wearing a mask. Sorry. It's still a I fantastic had... month. It's a fantastic month, but let's. Can I give you some context? Please give me. Con I mean, you just gave us sales. some wonderful context. Sales July 2019, 8,595. Well, hold on a sec. Let's go to 2019. You want to talk about? All right. Well, I'm just giving you some historical data here. Tell me, tell me, say it again, because I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. Um, Sales in July 2019, 8,595. Sales July 2018, 6,916. Mm. So July 2019, we started to have like a, an upswing. Uh, 2018 was a more typical uh, type of um, type of month, right? Like July, you know, July months are generally slower. So like if we look at 2017, where obviously we had a um, the market had just collapsed. It was 5,900, right? Still a crazy and number for most people, most cities. That's the lowest July we've ever had. But July 2016 was 9,929. So again, the, mar the market was, you know, ripping and roaring, right? It, 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 again, and it feels like there's just these events that happen in this city yeah. that just hold people back from buying stuff that they want to buy in the real estate market. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I've got it up on the screen that everybody can see right now. The sales uh, comparison from Trib from 2018 till now. Yeah. And I mean, you definitely see like some seasonality kind of patterns in here with regards yeah. to sales. I mean, everybody always talks about it. That the summers are slower months uh, for, for the same reason. I mean, I guess the pandemic just kind of made it. Um, seem like more this year but normally in the summer yeah. yeah exaggerated because normally in the summer months everybody's getting their kids to camp going on vacation going to the cottage they're not thinking about it who um, has who has like which market segment do you think is doing more in the summer than everybody else it, do i think is it which market is condos it's going crazy the rich the rich that's a market segment okay the, the luxury rich. housing market. Oh, you mean they do better in a in a pandemic and when the market's ripping roaring? When the and market's ripping, like in the down. spring. But once the summertime comes, the people who are more affluent have the like they go away for the summer because they have a lake house. They take more vacations. They do stuff, right? The 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 middle class is less likely to have a full summer worth of trips because they've got you know kids are going to be trying to be in camp or maybe summer school depending on their ages that kind of stuff 
Um, and that's why the luxury market takes a dip. So that's also an impact on pricing in the summer too. So a lot of people have always said, when we start getting into pricing, when they say, well, you get more money for your house in May than you do in the summertime. And that's not necessarily true, especially if we're on an upward trajectory. Each month you know, could be getting more than the last month. But the average prices sometimes will show that there's a higher volume of sales or a higher average price of sales in uh, the springtime than the summertime because you're also missing the luxury market. I, I always believe that you know these trends, they're very... Um, impermanent, like they're not regular, but it seems to me that year after year after year, this trend of, you know, you know, the way it kind of ramps up after the summer and then dies right before the summer, like it just seems to be very consistent in Toronto for a very long time. Like if we go yeah. back and we do this chart for 10 years previous, we'll see a very similar pattern. 25. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. I mean, since yeah. I've been following it, that's it's just that's just the way it is. Now, let's talk about sales. I mean, let's talk about prices. You want to talk about prices? Sure. There you go. Prices. Look at that. Prices. We're up. We're up year over year. Big numbers. Okay. So what they do is they look at July 2020 and they say, "What did that sell for?" They say, "Well, it was nine hundred forty-three thousand five hundred ninety-four dollars." How do we compare a year later? We all know the market's gone up and it gives us a 12.6% average price increase. 12.6% increase. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? Like if we look at these numbers though, it's pretty crazy. Everything is down except for condos for sales. Everything. Every segment except for condos down, 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 down. Prices yeah. or prices up or prices are down across the board too? No. Prices are up. But sales down. were down because of the, the heat we had last year. And then the, the market of the condo market was a total disaster. Uh, disaster. disaster. Yeah. So anything but would be better than the summer 2020 for condos. I would love to point out this time because I think it's important. I'd love to start adding this in uh, if we could figure out how to do it. But like new condo sales on top of this yeah. were like out of control in the last quarter. Yeah. So like if you add and we really should do that because it's a pretty important there's, segment. There's probably people who are better at it, though, who are doing that already on YouTube. Yeah. Who? Right. I don't, I don't think know. so. But I'm sure there's guys so. who are who are pre-con guys. Who yeah, are but nobody's talking about those stats every month. We're going to add that in that that that's going to be the Toronto real estate show. We could do it quarterly. Point. Oh, quarterly, quarterly is probably more realistic. But yeah. the point is is you can add like 3,000 more sales onto this at least or around because there was 9,000 sales in the quarter of new condominiums. It's insane. That, yeah. that, that, that's, you add another third to this number. That's, that's a gigantic increase. Yeah. And, and, and mainly because of the same issue that we're having in the, the resale market, there just isn't anything for sale. Not that I'm like the pre-construction guy but they always tell me about pre-construction. Everyone's always um, advertising to me and, and sending me emails and, and, and letting me know about the, all these great new projects and what's, and I'm barely getting anything. There's really not oh much going on. There's actually like, I get stuff every day of new launches and the new launches Where? are crazy. Not, not in Toronto. Not there in is, Toronto. Yeah. No, not in Toronto, but they're all over the place. Like a couple lately in Toronto, but the prices 
are insane. Vaughn yeah. is twelve hundred bucks a foot right now. Yeah. Vaughn, Mississauga is twelve hundred bucks a foot right now. Etobicoke, yeah. everything is like twelve hundred bucks a foot. Everything's over a thousand bucks a foot, and there's so many launches right now. Townhouses and singles, and it's just all nowhere near here. So that perch condos then Kingston Road Scarborough, it's actually a good deal. A great deal, but yeah. it's like anything. So what happens when you list a house and nobody buys it and it takes a while and like what happens? There's there's like a weird stigma, like what's wrong with this thing, right? And yeah. so perch, I think, came out at the worst possible time and yeah. not in like a triple A location, right? It's like yeah. not even an A not location. Yet. It's in the B's. <laughs> Not, not yet. yet, but but a combination of like horrible timing and mm -hmm. not the right location. I think now there's like a little stigma on it and it's taking forever to sell. Okay. But I think the next launch out that way is going to be thousand bucks a foot. Let's let's get back onto the stats here. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for that brief synopsis. I, now, you're, you're average sales price, a million sixty two, July twenty twenty one. June, which really? is up from last year, which right? is down from last month, down from last month. Let's look at the month over month numbers. Can we? Have they're it? The, yeah, it's right on the screen. Oh, it's the only thing that makes any sense. The only thing that makes sense. I need to know only where the market is going today. What is going on, Daryl? Lay it down for me, Daryl. Lay it down for you, baby. So like we've been saying, sales amount. The quantity of sales seems to be dropping since our peak in March, dropping, 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 dropping. But what is also dropping, the second most important statistic, active listings. I don't care how many new listings there are. I only care how many are available for sale. And that too is dropping in tandem with the amount of sales. But what has happened in the last two months? Look at this. We talked about it last time. One month of inventory based on current sales pace. That is insane. Mm -hmm. Insane. And it, it seems like the time it's it, it, the market is slowing a little bit because it's taking a couple more days to sell a house, which I don't even know. Like, could you notice two extra days on average? No. Can, and can and, the, and it, it did. And it did tick in the opposite direction. So if you look at it, we had just under one month of inventory in June. And now, um, Oh, no, we're, we're still no, still uh, just a little under. over one month. But that's insane because like what's a healthy four months, six months? I mean, I wouldn't want to see four or six, but anywhere between two and four would be manageable. But, but so so while all of the headlines will make you think that, you know, we are slowing and all hell is about to break loose and we are going to finally crash here. It's not telling us that at all. All it's telling us is that the market is getting a little bit more realistic because it was it was fucking stupid back here. This mm -hmm. was a really dumb market. A lot of yeah. dumb stuff going on. A lot of right? dumb stuff. Yeah. A lot of dumb stuff. And, and the fact that something takes longer to sell in the summer or there's less luxury homes being typical, sold. But it doesn't even matter. No it's, big deal. It's two, two or, or three days, depending on which of these stupid statistics you look at. But yeah. the, the point is, is that I mean, yeah, maybe some people notice a difference because they were on the long end of the average, but some people also notice a difference because they were on the short side of the average, right? But let's 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 just give a quick little, um, you know, uh, estimate here. But average price went down again, month over month over month, month over month. The guy who bought in March, did he overpay? 
No, he feels like he did, though. He feels like he did because maybe there's a couple sales that haven't hit the mark that he did, you know, or she. It's not even but, that. It's but, just that we see that things are regulating, right? It's yeah. like, you know, you know, it's like when you don't have a fever, right? You think everything is normal regardless of how you're running, right? If you're, if you're running elevated or you're running depleted, like you, it's still normal. But when you get that fever, you want... Like you're running so crazy and things get all like blurred and you, you can't make sense of things. And then finally the fever breaks and you come back to normal. And that's all we're seeing. Aspirin. Little bit of aspirin needed to be thrown into the system. Yeah. Does anybody use aspirin anymore? Isn't it? I haven't Tylenol? kept aspirin in my house ever. Tylenol or Advil. But anyways, yeah. so. I don't I think we're actually in a very healthy stage of the market, especially considering what the hell is going on around us. Right. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like that for me. I bought in April. When did I buy in April? No, June. you bought June. in end of May or June. Right. End of May, yeah. beginning of June. And I feel like I don't even know what I, I know. I, I feel like I know the market is about to take off and go crazy. And I see indicators like Nasma Ali's Twitter feed, which is just exploding with rental, like overpayments on rentals and like crazy amount of offers on rentals. Yeah. She just posted something this morning, uh, 300 bucks more than the asking, like a million offers. They accepted 300 over asking like the next day with a full year of rent paid. Like it's insane what's going on. Yeah, people are fighting. It's illegal. So, I mean, you can't do a full year rent, but it's okay. Well, you can. You can. Anyways. The landlord, the tenant, can get a refund as soon as they move in. They can apply for a refund. But anyways, Perfect. well, that's good to know. That's a yeah. good trick, actually. It's a good trick. A good way to keep your landlord uh, as a friend. Upset. <laughs> but but that that's a huge indicator, right? We're yeah. opening the borders. We've been talking about it for a while. Like things are about to explode. So. For anybody that bought at the peak, it's not the peak. What's the peak? What is the know. peak? Does the peak have to be a peak. day? Does it have to be a month? Does it have to be a year? What's the peak? The peak it, it, is, Can it be defined? It can be. It I'll can define be it right now. Okay. Ready? Yeah. The peak is when you die. Who <laughs> The market dies? No, you personally. The buyer dies. The market's going to keep going and it's going to keep going up and up and up and it'll dip a little and then it'll go up and it'll, it'll dip and everybody will get killed and then it'll go up and yeah. over the long term, it will just keep going up. So when, well, when I'm going to throw peak? a wrench in. I'm going to throw a wrench in your definition. The peak is when you're born. Ooh. So the exact opposite. <laughs> so this is the main thing. Market's doing well. We're okay. We're on track. We're getting multiple offers. We sold hundreds of thousands over asking this month, all sorts of places in Toronto, outside Toronto. Uh, we had a high number of sales this month. Buyers are competing. Buyers are, are, are desperate to get into housing still. Um, if you're going to sell your property, you can do it without being concerned. You can buy first and then sell afterwards if that's uh, the strategy that you want to use. Um, there's a lot of pricing data now because there's, you know, we've got six months. So sometimes when markets start to go up, I, I can only kind of look 30 days into the past or even two weeks, depending. And it's like, I, I got to use that data. Now I can really use a, a good six months worth of data and to be able to 
you know, come up with at least a, a clear um, pricing strategy to be able to get the house uh, listed and sold for the most amount of money. And that's, and that's a much more uh, favorable market for a realtor to be working in and a buyer and seller to be buying and selling in. So, okay, this is what's going on around us right now. Okay. Yeah. Borders are opening. Universities yeah. are opening. Yes. Businesses are opening. Offices are opening. Yes. Sales are down. Inventory is down. Pricing is down. Rentals are going crazy right now. Yep. New construction is flying off the shelf at record paces. Material prices are coming down. Material prices are coming down. New home prices are going up. Um, but let's, okay, so let's take all this uh, and throw it in the stew. Yep. And if we mix this up, do we end up with a typhoon of crazy real estate activity? Or does it evaporate into the ether and slow down and die? The word soft landing is, is used um, when people are bearish and then they, then they go, oh, well, you know, maybe it's just a soft landing and we got, and we got, uh, um, we got lucky, right? Uh, when people are bullish and they're saying like, oh, it's going to go to the moon, but then things sort of flatten out right? It, they're always off like landing. any day now, any day now <laughs> it's going to take off right yeah. to the moon. So the truth is the, um, but look 30 the, days out. Yeah. The, 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 days. both the bears and the bulls being wrong. Right. And, and having to settle with that slow moving market is the best market for us to be in. Mm. The bull market's good for some people, but it's bad for others. The bear market, vice versa. You have to be, looking at what's good for everybody, what's stable. It is. It was so hard to make a decision to move in March. I had so many people who ended up buying and selling uh, mostly, but they're like, look, I'm ready to sell. I'm ready to go. I need this house, but you couldn't get it. And when the table turns, you're like, look, there's my dream home, but you cannot sell your property. That's happening right now with some people. Like there's a couple of people with like four or five million dollar properties where they're ready to move, but they're not able to find a buyer. And so that's a struggle that we're seeing right now. But that's that's not common. Most people are going to be in that, you know, million dollar price point roughly um, when they're selling. So that's those markets. It, it It's um, uh, eh, it's a million dollars. It's it like slows, it's nothing. It now. slows million activity. Dollars. Yeah, million, it's, it's a million dollars. It's a million. Average. It's a million. Only a million. a million. I can get it. Can, can you imagine when we were buying our first houses if the number one million came into play? <laughs> what? <laughs> a million dollars. Yeah, that was like crazy yeah. easy money. Yeah. I'm telling you, I paid 286 for my first house and it was insane. Yeah. If if I was looking for my first time and my best option was a $500,000 condo that was 450 square feet in Scarborough, I would yeah. not be very pleased, right? Yeah. But I was able to buy for 286000 a 1,900 square foot single detached house in Thornhill Woods. Yeah. Like today, that house is worth $1.4 million. It's crazy. My mine was two forty seven, and I had to go to a B lender. B lender, sure. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Equitable uh, Trust at the time. They're called Equitable 3. Bank 
3.85% on my mortgage. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. This is too yeah. much money. Now you'd think rates were going to go up, but they actually are going down. There's a yeah, stat rates, for rates, you. rates are a whole different topic that, um, we will not get into for yeah, weeks. It seems because tomorrow I'm excited. Yeah. TTC. So tomorrow we've got, we've got a TTC uh, union representative who is going to come and tell us about all the good stuff that the TTC is up to behind the scenes and in the public eye. And uh, you know, he's going to let us know how that's going to help out our beautiful city, get people from place to place. And if you yeah. are watching this yeah. and uh, you're on YouTube, make sure you like comment and subscribe. Uh, but if you want to listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, iTunes, no, where else? Anywhere that podcasts are found, Google I'm pretty podcast. sure we're there. Google podcasts. Yeah, we're there. Type in Toronto real estate show and you'll find us. I hope you find us. If you like that. And if you're listening on one of those platforms, every once in a while, just skip over to YouTube, drop a like, drop a comment. Just let us know you're there. We appreciate it. And um, hopefully we'll hear you tomorrow. Or sorry, you'll hear us tomorrow. And uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for joining us once again on another Stat Show journey. Stats. Exit music. Insert exit music here. Sound guy. Sound guy. Just insert the exit music here. Yeah. I hear it. Do you hear put it? In the, put in the theme song. Okay. And then right now, cut it. And then star fade. Okay. New on CuriosityStream, grab your decoder ring. We're cracking the world's most famous encryptions. From the mom who took down the mob to the Zodiac Killer. See how the pros hide their secrets in plain sight on Cracking the Code. Plus, it was impossible to recruit intelligence agents without recruiting war criminals. Meet the retirees of the Third Reich who gathered Cold War intelligence for the U.S. on Nazis in the CIA. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.